Welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for High Pages. Tradies, get more work with highpages.com.au. Visit High Pages to register your business today. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready in Top of Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros, and the Caxton Hotel. On 104.5 Triple M and the Listener app, this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo and Margot. Triple M Breakfast with Mo Dan Anstey. Just for today, drop the little Halley off. Well, I don't know. You know, they say in media, don't give anyone an opportunity. And really, you, as our boss, I've Jamie really stepped Angel, up, haven't I? What did he say to us? There's been a few complaints about the podcast opener. I think mm. we're about to find out that it's all Dan's fault. Isn't it amazing how Jamie's come full circle? Remember when he came in here just a, a young buck? Bright-eyed just kid. Just trying to get a gig funders, and yeah. he was, behind the ears you know, doing our uh, show for a little while. How and did then, he become the boss? And then he became the assistant artistic content director or whatever that bullshit term was that they yeah. used mm. and then all of a sudden he's the big dog. Yeah. And now he's back in here again. How good are photos? You get the right photo, you can go anywhere <laughs> you want. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> I'm going around, let me tell you. Now, we're about, uh, we're about to find out uh, that Dan Anstey's the one who's he's so rude um, and that's been the problem with our podcast openers. I've been wanting to say something about it. Well, do you know, you've still got a brand to protect, Marto. Mm. You know, so when some of what the is, things... What is it? Personal or team? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. A bit of Triple mm. M, a bit of Greg Martin. Was there too much cock last week? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cock last week. Yeah, in honour of Cockanarchus, of course. But then you were at it again. Travis Head. You were at it again today. Yep. You were talking cocker spaniels. Oh, what? With no, six I'd... legs. Yeah. Was that a, I wasn't doing was that. Was that a reference? I was talking about the six leg park, not the cocker park. I heard it. It was fine. Yeah, that gets past okay, the that's senses. That's all right. That's okay. right. I'll call them spaniels from now on. Please do. Thank you. Yeah, lovely six legged spaniel. Who shit, I hate cocker spaniels. <laughs> you know, are, they, are they sausage dogs? No, that's no, dash hounds. No, yeah. they're cute. They've got the little floppy ears. I yeah. always get the cocker spaniels oh, and yeah. the King Charles Cavaliers mixed up. Oh, they the they long, look very similar. Yeah, hairy What ears. do you got? You got little doggies? Cavoodles. Cavoodles, which yeah. is the Cavalier cross poodle. Poodle, yeah. Have they got the big Jeez. ears? Oh, one's a bit fluffy and one was sold to us as a cavoodle and it's just not. No, mm. uh, it's just something else. Oh, uh, there might be something in that, Jamie Angel. Yeah. You're yeah. always good at um, taking content, you know, out of out of non-content ideas. Yep. Mm. What did you get? What like what did you actually get? You know, when you order off Sheen and you get something. What did What did you pay for? What did you get? What did you get? Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Or Talking just dog, about your kids, random dog like breeds. Going, look at us and look what we produce. What's that? Shit dog breeds. No, a shit human. I mean, do you know what I always get confused by? Two yeah. really good-looking human beings having really ugly, ugly kids. kids. That's what I mean. What happens there somewhere? Back. Some nurses swapped it at birth. Some really ugly couple said, shit, ugly kid. Oh, there's a really good-looking kid, and they do it, something in the hospital. Or is it one of those things that maybe they were ugly kids as well, but they got better with age? Have you noticed, though, it doesn't really go the other way? Like, ugly people tend not to have beautiful kids. No, no that's a lie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I am not going to mention any names, but I know a couple that yeah. are very unfortunate-looking, yeah. and they have the most beautiful it. children. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's it's weird. I take that back. Genetics is a bloody wonderful Have thing. Have they ever stolen anything else other than that child from the hospital? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> normally, you know, you just get two good-looking parents, Corey and myself, we get four great-looking children. It's wonderful. There's people gagging at the moment. <laughs> Let's get on to the podcast owner, uh, Burner. Lachlan! Now, we were talking about kids sponging off you at extraordinarily oh. old ages. Like, we thought 24 was old. Jamie lamented, didn't you, Jamie? You've got a son who still sponges. How old's he? Absolutely. He, I pay 
some of his rent, his phone, his medical. Is he often running out of money? Short on, I'm a bit short. This all week. the time. I got one of them. How old? Thirty-one. Well, we had a... But he lives in the state, so that helps. We had an anonymous caller ring in and say, jobbed in his brother. 66, was he? 56. 56. Listen to Lachlan from Ormo Hill. Thanks, Lock. My uncle, who is 78, has never left home. My grandmother still... we have a winner. My grandmother still (laughs) waits on him at 98. After my grandfather passed away 10 years ago, my auntie, which would be his uncle's sister, moved in to look after my grandmother, is now also looking after him. Oh, good Lord. Wow. How, imagine them looking after, like, toilet-wise, even at that age. It would just be... Oh, It'd just be lots of nappies it? getting yeah, around absolutely. everywhere, wouldn't they? From everyone. Steve from Logan Home, good mate of ours, uh, he wanted to talk about the heat because it's so bloody hot. It's already 31 degrees and it's only just gone 9 o'clock with 70... 70- percent humidity. Oh, 70. He was working yesterday at Doug Jennings Park. Jeez, it was hot yesterday. Where's you know Doug where Jennings that's, Park? Um, down the, the spit. coast. Yeah, yeah, the spit where they play the polo. Yeah, righto. Uh, packing down the Juicy Fest that was there on Saturday. It's an R&B concert. Oh. Uh, it was baking, so when I found the ice pallet, I grabbed a bag that still had a small amount of ice in it and stuffed that into my broad brim hat. Kept me as cool as if it were the in the air conditioning. All right, put nice. that down for tomorrow. Uh, other methods of aircon because we've only we never had aircon for twenty five years. We don't have years. aircon. Oh, you haven't got aircon. We con? still don't. Right. We've been sleeping in the loft as a family of six on double mattresses and cushions from the lounge. Yeah. We're not sleeping in our house at the well, moment. What's up it's in the loft? Just like it's just like a little a frame yeah, roof yeah, up there. No hotter up there. Why would no, no, you? no. There's aircon. Oh, okay. There's right, a split right. system air conditioning right. unit. Like Only a, in the loft. Only in the loft. The rest of the house is all ducted, and the ducted oh, is it's not working. Sh- it's shit itself. Yeah. And so all six of us for the last week have been sleeping oh, up in the loft. It's incredible. Like the Waltons. Jeez. <laughs> the Waltons. <laughs> I don't know who the Waltons oh, don't are. Don't worry. Yeah, it's yeah, you two are a bit older than me. Little house on the prairie. But it's disgusting. It's been awful. Maybe we should talk about that tomorrow because we. Been sleeping with the Head ice coat. packs, you know, like that you put in your lunchbox. The kids have been putting them under their pillows and under their their oh, sheets good. to try and keep cool. And now we're just like, you know what? Let's but all just sleep up in the loft. It. If you wet yourself, spray bottle and fan. That's Other how problem, Kath got through it in Rockhampton. Our fans are like slow oof. fans. Oh, don't get slow fans. I don't know how to make them fast. We'll get another fan. Well, I need how new fans. How you got them like 35 bucks? Or, oh, they probably run out by now. Once you trade in one of your cars and buy a new fan. <laughs> or the jet ski <laughs> yeah. or the boat. Yeah. I just need my husband to not be a tight ass for once. <sighs> There's another thing to talk about on radio. Oh. It's one for tomorrow. Responsible husbands mm-hmm. with wild Annoying. spending wives. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the podcast. Well done for keeping the cocks and the shits down. You've done a good job. And the heads. We and kept the it heads. clean for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Triple M Breakfast. Don't you know, Marto, Margot and Dan on the radio. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margot and Dan. The heat is on. The now, heat is on. In so many ways. Do you mean Stop. the cricket heat yeah. or do you mean the temperature it's heat? Confusing. The temperature. Don't talk about heat. the. Don't worry about this bloody cyclone. It's going to hit up near Bakaya Towns or Isn't wherever. it coming this way? No, worry about what's in front of us today. We've got the hottest day of the year about to confront us. Like they're talking 30, they're talking 39 in Ippy. What was it yesterday? That was ridiculous. Only 34 in Brizzy. Oh. But it feels like, give me the feels, feels like. like 37. What's they it said this morning? It's going to feel like 40. 
in Brizzy today? I had a shower and a swim after my workout this morning and I was sweating trying to put my bra and my knickers on. Yeah, and me then I was too. just I contemplated coming to work in my bra and knickers. <laughs> Nothing worse. I did you, you know, the mm. courteous uh, gesture of putting a little slip on over the top, but You're this wearing is wearing pajamas. This in is the, the dress that I normally wear to the beach just over my swimmers. You've it's got an enormous breast, <laughs> if you've never been told that. Um, enormous. Well, I don't normally often get them out, but I went out on the weekend yes. for my birthday Friday they night. Pop out. And they were out, and I had so many offers on Instagram for people to, to pay me for to a picture what? of my breasts. How much? 10K. Yeah. $10,000 for a One picture of One guy keeps hitting bird? me up. Yeah. Like, I'll pay you 10K now if you just send me a photo of your teeth. Why wouldn't I was you? like, I beg your pardon. Can't you cut your face out? Make it 20. No. <laughs> yeah, 10, How 10 would grand you, a tea, a tea. Would you yeah. need to see a photo of the transact, like the money going into your account? The money would have to hit my account yeah. first, yeah. No, Margot, do it one boob at a time. 10 grand, one boob, and oh. then if you Why send you me the other 10, I'll send you both. Why wouldn't he just... <laughs> I don't know. Photoshop it. Get AI to do it. Get porn. Get some porn What's up porn? Here, mate. What's 10 grand. I don't know. It's a <laughs> mythical creature. Yeah. But porn is like unrealistic. It's not, you know, like it's not, oh, yeah, um, okay. like it doesn't feel real. 10 grand. You know, like it's unreachable. Whereas so I'm, I'm just mate, there through the screen. So only fans. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Is that how they get like, their money? That's 10 grand I a day. To- I could totally operate an OnlyFans account, but I would definitely lose my job here, unfortunately. Yeah. So what would you prefer? Well, and what do you tell other parents at school? Yeah. What'd you quit radio for? Well, yeah. look at these it would, only it fans. Would be slash friends. Ten upon, grand a pop, uh, <laughs> five grand each side. What would you get on um, OnlyFans? You reckon? Like I don't know. Feet. Feet in no. vibrams in the the toe shoes. No, we get nothing. Don't even discuss it. Back to the heat. <laughs> Back to the heat. That's how all hot we're is it? About. Yeah. How what is it? I, um, what is everybody doing to keep cool? Because our our aircon is broken. Ridiculous. Has been Still. broken for months now, and Corey's just only put in a claim. I was like, mate, come on. So you see all these Utes coming up the coming up the Riverside Expressway. They're all going to work out in the out, outside today. I don't know when they're going to. Cook. If you're a if you work for a union, if you're involved with the union, they'll you're, shut you're you down. Right. They'll, they won't work. Well, but we if got you're an email. For a cranky boss. Yeah, he'll, he'll need work done. Email from school saying kids can wear PE uniforms today. Day, first oh, day of first school. Day back at school. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Good Does luck. every school have aircon now? Uh, most schools do, I think, but some schools don't. My daughter's first day of school oh, today. Oh, yeah. Hallie's off. Going into prep. Yeah, it's all so happening. exciting. I've got a roof plumber coming to the house today. Benny, he might be driving up from Cooma right now. What's he could a genuinely roof die. They doing do sheets roofing. on the roof, to guttering. Guttering oh. and stuff. Whirly birds. He could actually, what's your advice for roof plumbers as well on a reflective Wear roof? underpants. Wear underpants. Wear underpants. Yeah. Slip, slop, slap. Or you'll tight get, shorts. You'll get a melanoma on your testicle. Put a hat on that covers a broad hat. What yeah. are those wide-brimmed hats? Hey, listen, testicles. our government's here to help. This is our, I don't know what he is, he might be the emergency services minister, I don't know, that big fat bloke, Mark Ryan. Listen to him telling you what to do before the cyclone. Maybe it is time to secure the trampoline, tidy up around the house, <laughs> make sure loose items are secure. Oh, you dick stick. <laughs> what? No, what? Plenty it's of people, what? Plenty of people lost obvious. their trampolines yeah. in the yeah. storms, Marto. Yeah. Who gives us stuff? <laughs> but the, look, is that his best advice as a cyclone coming? Keep your... Secure your trampoline. Life's yeah, pretty good, isn't it? And that's what we're worried yeah. about here in yeah. this country. Hey, make yeah. sure you tie your trampoline down for the natural Drink disaster. Drink plenty of water. Yeah. As soon as your urine turns red, you're in trouble. Go to hospital? Yeah, red. go to hospital. <laughs> you're dead. Well, it's the one after yellow. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Brisbane has. So I'm minding my own business on the weekend being sober. 
not drinking, not smoking, not causing any trouble still, to anybody. Yeah, geez, still I'm proud going of you. up to eleven days. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. We're all in. Kath's little Jimny driving her car around Saturday. Went and saw your house. Drove past. Said, that's yeah, sorry that's about that. Oh, at the front, the grass is horrible. Yeah, you need to have a look at yourself, oh, it's, mate, mate. It's disgusting. And I showed her where I'm not building your carport. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, all right, so we get home and we drive through because we live at a little apartment. We, anyway, doesn't know I live at the back of Hamo Hotel, okay? That's where I live. Um, You're just telling everybody where you live? Yeah, that's People will right. start turning up. Oh, well, hey, this, is what, this is what this story's about, okay? So we go through and there's a, a gate, auto, auto gate, opens, you drive through, takes a while to close. I pull in in Kath's little chimney and in front of it is a lot of my tools and stuff in a lock-up cage. Oh, yeah. The apartment. No, apartment. I, don't, I don't have a shed anymore. It's so embarrassing. Um, so this guy, we're still sitting in the car, hadn't turned off the engine, okay, just parked. And this guy, you know, it walks past. He was an icy. Walks past. Like, yeah, he's lipped you up. He was chewing on his lip. Tries to steal my push bike. What? My, my, the bike that I ride to work every day. Tries. He's right out of your cage. He, no, no, no. It was locked to the outside of the cage. Oh, he but didn't you're know right it was there, watching this happen. The, walked, the door has just gone up. He walked a metre past the car in front of the car. So two metres, we're looking at him going, what, what's going on? going on here? And I'm going, what am I going to do here? He's grabbed the bike, but it was chained up, and he was, he's just put, you know, throwing it down. Did you beat the horn at him? No. Give just him a sat fun. there going, what the hell? Trying to work out what's in the car to beat him with. <laughs> and then I said, oi! So he's all, it's as if he got a surprise. The car had just driven in, and two seconds later he walked in front of it. All right, so... He takes off. I said, what the F are you doing, mate? He said, none of your effing business. So I went, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. What is wrong with you? It he is said, my business. It's my stuff. You're in so my there garage. was a lot of swear yeah. words. So he takes off just as the garage, you know, as the doors, the gated door Close. was closing. He takes off up the driveway again. I go, what the hell was that? So Kath goes, what? And I grabbed a sledgehammer. I thought, well, that's no good. No. Too hard to swing because it was really heavy. Get it's one, really heavy. One shot. All I just <laughs> needed was a piece of steel. Kath said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to go and club him because you can't stop them. They're like zombies, Icy's, and chewing on their lips. So I go round the other way. With, with no teeth. I go, I go to go, Kath says, I need to go to Lou. I said, no, you've got to come, come and watch this. So I go round the front, and then my neighbour from downstairs, he's a bit fiery, he's only just 30, 30 years old, Tom, he's down about 40, 50 metres, he's on the other side of them. They're sitting at this building right next to our building, all drinking beer and just icing it up. All right, all completely fried. Two girls, off two guys. Oh, completely off their heads. Throwing beer bottles and la, la, la. So he goes, oi. And I go, well, well I've got to walk straight past them. So I had to walk across the road so I didn't aggravate them. He said, did that bloke just do something to you? I said, he just tried to steal me pushing. He said, they just tried to fight me. And he's he's fiery. I said, what'd you do? He said, well, I, well, he had needle in his... He said, one bloke had a needle in his arm. What? So I, they were up to all sorts of no oh, good. Jesus. Just sitting in front of this little office, because we live, you know, it's sort of uh, there's an office and then there's a restaurant and then there's the pub next to where we live. So there's often action, but nothing like this. So then I said, what are you going to do? He said, I've already run the cops. I said, oh, Christ. And then I told him about... Steal on the bike. It, this bloke tries to steal the bike. He says, I'm ringing the cops again. I said, yeah, do that. And Kath's going, I need a wee. He said, well, don't go to that toilet. There's a public <laughs> toilet over the road. He said, that's where they've been shooting up and stuff. I oh, went, my Lord. I said, how long has this been going on? He said, about half an hour. He said, almost. You know, the two of them wanted to fight me and I was on my own, but now you're here. Let's get them. I said, woo, woo, woo. If you've got the Jesus. cops come. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Hey, but isn't this a bloke with a pregnant missus? Yeah, this, his wife's due. Amber's due. Oh, sorry. And he wants to get it. Next he, Monday. He wants to end up in hospital with her. 
Yeah. She didn't know he was out and about. He was going to the pub to put a bed on and have a beer. She's having a snooze. Oh she wakes up, goes, where is he? Rings him, he goes, oh, there's a bit of trouble down the street. So much happening. So next thing, she comes along and I said, oh, well, just calm down for Amber's sake. You know, she might, you know, Don't might break her baby. waters or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so the cops are coming. I said, well, what's going on? And now the ice is, because we're just standing there about 15 metres away. Watching just them? Watching them. Are they on to you that oh, you're watching they them? What? There was, here's the greatest question ever. What are you effing looking at? And I'm going, that's what we're wondering. <laughs> Good line, huh? So then the first cop car pulls up and they hop, I said, we're right now. Now we can really Taser start talking. Because the cops, cop moved in, the first two moved in. And I went, oh, two of them. There's four ICs, there's two cops. And they started intervening. And then one guy started coming at us. He's, he's taken off and started charging at us. And I said, wait, need a taser here. <laughs> he was about a metre away from me yelling at me in Arabic and used the finger gun. Oh, he's was shooting, shooting me with, with a finger fingers. gun. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And then, and then he said, you've just signed your death warrant. Oh, That's, And I said, oi, 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 cops. Hey, can one of the cops come up here before I have to kick this bloke? Oh, my gosh. And I saw there was a piece of timber. It was about a metre long. It was a uh, 75 by 35, but it was only a piece of pine. I'm thinking, oh, if I club him with that, it'll break and it won't even hurt him. You won't feel it. Any piece of hardwood. Anyway, <laughs> second police car turned up. Third, fourth, fifth, oh my God. sixth. Seven, Seven police, police cars, cars from Hendra Police. 14, Thank you. 14 police. cops. 14 cops hopped out because they needed the van to start throwing them in. So they start arresting. They start handcuffing them all. And didn't they go off? They don't like a handcuff, the ICs. No. And they're in the van. And the van was rocking because they were kicking the sides of it. And then. Uh, so they get all four? No, uh, three. And the guy that tried to steal my bike, in the end, he got they away. Let, let him go because he didn't blow up. The rest of them all blew up and, you know, resisting arrest and everything. Did he ride off on your bike? No, on his own. He had a shit bike. He had a really crap bike. Oh, That's why he was looking at an upgrade. He was looking at an upgrade. Well, you know what I've learned from all this? Bad things happen when you don't drink. Exactly. When you were drinking, your life I would have noticed. Was... I would have just said they're just like me. Marto's Thought on Sport. Wonderful story on the news last night. Now, I don't usually like talking about cocker spaniels. I don't rate them all that highly, but my God. An abandoned spaniel puppy born with six legs has Ooh. undergone surgery to have her extra limbs removed. What? Ariel, who was given the name because her additional legs look like a mermaid tail, is now adjusting to life with four legs. Yeah, they wouldn't have worked. Six-legged dog. How, you what? Th- you think it's like a spider or something? Yeah. Those what, out the back of her vestigial tail? Le- yeah. Like, well, they're the hanging out. Yeah, the Just normal the legs, and then they'll grow on another couple. Off her bum. And one was sort of not touching the ground. Yeah, you see some semi-trailers. That's weird. Yeah, oh, and some the wheels aren't <laughs> touching the ground. It was oh. sort of like that, but sometimes oh. it does touch the <laughs> Poor thing, so they fixed her up. What do you mean it Poor work, thing. Well, Special they're dog. Work, they're not working, but That's did, annoying. Oh, we could. How I mean, old was this dog? Oh, oh did, they didn't say. Look, Surely like, they'd put her down initially from birth. No, no what a up. novelty. Yeah. A novelty dog. Like, I, I reckon some of the best dogs, two of the best dogs I've ever known, one was a Border Collie and one was, a, I think it was a cattle dog, um, three-legged dogs. Three-legged dogs, tripods, are the most special dogs because they found a way. How strong does that front leg get? Oh. It's like a gorilla. They're like, <laughs> they're strong. Yeah, down. Both of them were front leg, front leg missing dogs. It's like it's on the trend, just veins You closing. see those dogs with the little wheel, um, uh, you know, what Sausage those? dogs, all of them they end up the like that. the wheels on yeah. the back. Every, because their backs are rooted. You get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs>
So you get rid of that. Do you want to run special dogs? We've got some time here. One triple three five three. Oh, on the What's phone? wrong with your dog? Yeah. But it actually makes it great. Like, dogs overcome difficulties so I told well. you the story about my girlfriend, Cass, who we checked tried. one of the dogs over for a lump, and yeah. she found one, except yeah. it was his balls, and she didn't realise she was just rubbing his balls. I'm like, babe, no, they're his nuts. And she's like, oh, my God. That's, that's just a ball dog rubbing, a dog ball rubbing. I might get my story. wife to check want, me over for ticks later today. I want your dog has gotten something wrong with it, but it actually makes it tremendous, All even right. better. One my triple three, five googly eyes, stupid tongues. Ken, good morning. Good morning. Where in the world are you? It says you're driving down from Rocky. Where are you headed? Uh, into Brisbane, then turn around and go back to Rockhampton, dropping stuff off for my daughter, as parents do. Sounds stoked about that, Ken. First day of school or uni? Uh, no, she's finished uni, but they're going to go to CMC and they need some stuff brought down to, to oh go to CMC. God. I can't. You're kidding, mate. What are you driving? Yeah. You got air con? Yeah, I've got a Prado, so I'm pretty comfortable with a Prado. All right, back to the dog. What do you What do you know? Uh, my poor neighbour's a little spud. He's a little bit three-month-old cattle dog, and he got on the fence the other day there and had an altercation with another dog and had to get his rear leg removed. Oh, really? And, yeah, a little spudly, but yeah. when he has a crap in the yard now, it's really funny. He can't stop. He has to keep walking while he's having his crap in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got little, dollop, little dollops around the yard. He's trying to do a squat a, with one leg. What about doing a wee? You know how they cock a leg? How does he do oh, that well, one? Per- permanently cocked, isn't it? He doesn't need to. Yeah. Just like you do it. <laughs> so he can't squat down properly, Kent, because he'll fall over. Nah, yeah, exactly. He's yeah, like a trop. I go, so he just he just comes across, you know, sort of walk really slowly. There's like little turds coming out from the grass. Oh, <laughs> poor darling. Yeah, the front leg's all right with the big Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. arm because it develops. But a back leg. They're losing a back leg. Yeah, they've got to hop around. That's no good. Oh, they're all good. Right, three-legged Thanks, dogs. Oh, what a good dad, too, Scott, yes. Scott, Scott from the Grange Scotty. wants to tell us about a three-legged dog as well, a tripod. Yeah, we had a uh, Rottweiler, uh, Roxy, and um, yeah, me and my brother's playing footy or cricket or whatever. She had uh, cancer in the front left, I think it was, and my old man was a vet, and he uh, decided to chop it off, gave her a couple more years, but playing in the backyard, you still could not get the ball back off her. She'd be able to avoid you and yeah, <laughs> get away and all that, so you have to uh, go wrestle the ball or footy out of her mouth and all that, so yeah, she was a good dog she for had entertainment. Good, good left step, did she? Just yeah, off that yeah, one leg. Yeah, she, was re- <laughs> she was better before it, but she still was pretty good after. And uh, it didn't take long to recover either. I, I feel like it was only about three weeks or something afterwards that, uh, yeah, she was back out there. Did, did the old man, around. did your old man get another vet like he just did he make the decision he should did he get a second opinion, second opinion and go just check my dog no he didn't just do it at home but no he, he did it himself and things i uh, had a yeah had a good decision to uh give her a few more years oh. did he do home surgery scotty because my dad's a doctor and he would often stitch the pets up at home sometimes with uh human grade stitches if they kept picking them out no, nah, it's funny. He's pretty ordinary with needles himself. So if it's on a person or, or on himself, and I think he gets a bit faint and things, yeah, but he could do okay. it on do it on the animals. Don't do dogs three... have feelings? Like, do they oh, are yeah. they aware that yeah. they only have three legs, or are they aware that they're disabled in Ooh, a sense? You getting... know, like oh. what's their awareness would level? Would the dog be grateful that he cured him of cancer, or yeah, would, it would be, it be angry? Like going, angry, just resentful. Yeah. yeah. 
what's this be like? You know, like like humans, some people are happy, you know, and go on and live great lives with their disabilities, and mm. some people become really depressed by it. Like, do dogs feel those same? They're always happy though. Dogs are generally grateful, aren't they? How how was your your pooch seem pretty happy about it, Scotty? Yeah, no, yeah, she was good. No, she was pretty uh, entertaining. That she did get. Uh, Pretty large by the end of it. I think she was nudging 50 kilos. <laughs> little fatty. Oh, geez, that's a lot on three legs. Yeah, fancy cutting a limb off and then putting on weight. Tall, right? though. She carries her weight over height, a little bit like myself. Thank you very much. Oh, this She's wasn't a hot wheel How up. did this become about you? Oh, well, I just don't <laughs> want to fat shame the poor, beautiful Hold dog. On. That may be the only way you'll lose weight if we take an arm off. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. <laughs> Time for this. We haven't done this yet this year. Long porn. You're not even trying to backdoor it anymore, are you? You've just gone direct with the no, long No, 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 because the, uh, backed by popular demand because <laughs> of a, uh, a familiar problem for most people. Yeah, everything's supposed to be so green at the moment because of how much rain. So much had. rain. Wettest El Nino ever. Um, so much rain. So everyone's lawns should be perfect. And I think as you wander the suburbs, you'll see everyone's lawns are amazing. Overgrown. And, and people anything. haven't gotten to them. The council hasn't gotten to some of the parks yet because some, some places it's too wet to mow. We've only been home uh, a week from mm. holidays, six Perfect. weeks. Look good. Super overgrown when we got back. Oh. Corey had to, you know, do it without the catcher and blah, blah, right. lower it down. Yep. He's mowed our yard, I think, three times in, in a week, week since yep. we've been yeah. home. And that's what that's what it calls for. And people are going, oh, it's easy. Yeah. Look, growing lawn looks easy, but at the moment there's some people, and this is immediate feedback from private people talking to me, is getting the patches of yellow on their lawn going, Ooh. how can it be yellow? Like, it looks like the drought's got it. But what we're talking here this morning is lawn grub. grub. Lawn grub. And, uh, little buggers. What a beauty, yeah. huh? Little buggers. They're either little green grubs that are in there or sometimes white curly grubs that curl up. Now, How do you get rid of them? What, well, let's go to make sure, get, get a bucket of detergent, with a little bit of detergent in a bucket, pour it on those yellow areas and just associate it. The grubs will come straight up and you go, all right, there you go. You what can do you go, pick them? All right, you can pick them straight up, but here's the way to get rid of it. Because often it's only a small part of your lawn. You're still with oh me. God, you You've got, let me go on 15, here, but I'm fitting. I actually find it really interesting. This is from the old man. The old man used to use this method. So you know you've got them. You'll know you've got them because there's usually wasps flying around too. They try to get the grubs. They try to get those grubs that are down there. And the thing, hold on. Have you turned this mic off? No, this is the important bit. Mate, Just, our blokes love right. their lawns. Right. Have you seen the pictures they send us on the burner phone? That's exactly. like four blokes and it's the same blokes <laughs> every the same time. Blokes. There's sending, thousands. There's four of them. There's That's thousands. It. Thousands Hurry of people. Up. What do you out. do? Okay, quick. Do you reckon there's more blokes out there mowing their own lawns or yeah. allowing like a... Oh, no, you're you my... You turned her off. <laughs> 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 I like to play tennis. We love catching up with Aussie John Millman. He was a little bit secretive last time we talked to him. He said, watch this space, read the Australian Open, and then look who popped up playing doubles. And huh? commentating uh, for Channel 9. Johnny, good morning, sir. Good morning. I've just had a bit of a panic attack because I'm up here in Rod Laver Arena and all of a sudden uh, uh, Lady Gaga jumped on the on the sound system so I'm in a panic, guys. I'm going into a quiet room. Apologies. We wouldn't be able to interview you on Triple M if Lady Gaga was in the background. We'd have to give you the arse, mate. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're setting up the stage. I'm in one of the super boxes up here at Rod Laver Arena, and they're setting up the stage for the pre-game entertainment. Now, I don't think it is Lady Gaga per se, but I think it's, uh, you know, some tribute to her. 
So, yeah, it's a beautiful view up here at Rod Laver Arena. Mate, you, uh, the Demon wrapped up last night just after or just before 11 o'clock, our time, 12 o'clock your time down there in Melbourne. Uh, what did you make of it? I guess you watched the whole thing. What did you make of it? Yeah, I was so shattered for my mate, yeah. Alex Demon. He is one of the best blokes on tour. He has been playing incredible tennis. Hadn't lost in 2024. Uh, up until last night. Andre Rublev, let's not forget, he is a very good player. There's a reason why he was number five seed for a reason. Um, he plays really aggressive tennis, and I actually thought Alex had him. Uh, I know he was up two sets to, to one, but even going into that fifth set, I was watching that coaching box, and they were rifling through the salt packets. They were putting so much in there, and that indicates that Rublev was cramping. And it's hard to it's hard to actually think that it's possible, but Rublev went even more aggressive in that fifth set, and everything went in. Um, I was really shattered for him. He looked so disappointed at the end of the match. Uh, he'll bounce back though. But we've got a great edition of the Australian Open in 2024, in my opinion. Um, despite our Aussie going out, Aussie there free. is the fantastic matches. Four players still left that Alex Dimonor actually beat uh, previous to this game oh. last night. You've got Taylor Fritz, Novak Djokovic, Rublev and Alcaraz. Some sensational tennis still yet to come, Milman. What are you looking forward to seeing? Oh, I was courtside calling. I was in the bunker at Rod Laver calling Alcaraz's match uh, when he won 6-1, 6-1. And unfortunately, Jerry Shang, who got his uh, English name from Tom and Jerry, the cartoon, yeah. he had to pull out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. Well, a lot of the Chinese players, they get an English name at birth and their parent, his parents love Tom and Jerry the cartoon. Oh, get so stuffed. He, yeah, that's how he got his name, Jerry Shang. But that's, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> hey, uh, could you use in commentary, this Alcaraz is amazing. He's the next yeah. next superstar. Great. Can you use in commentary, has anyone used it yet, Escape from Alca- Alcaraz? Oh mate, I think that one's been tried and oh, tested. Bugger. I don't know if I don't know if that's original, mate. Right. Just start calling him the Rock. <laughs> yeah. There's no other celebrities called the Rock, is hey, there? That's fine. Hey, uh, John, in all seriousness, Australian free. Our first week is over, and we haven't got any Aussies left. Did uh, did Ash Barty? Did was she papering over a lot of cracks in the Australian tennis scene? I don't necessarily think that's true. I do think it's really hard in a global sport that's played in over 200 countries to produce a a player that's capable of winning Grand Slams, that's capable of being a world number one. Ash Barty, we talk about freaks, so to speak. I mean, she was just that. Ever since she was young, you could tell how special she was. Um, It's just incredibly hard to produce world number ones. Now, I think that we've got uh, 10 male players in the top 100 in a sport that's, you know, played globally. I think that's an incredible effort. Obviously, we just need a few of these ones to to go that next level and to, you know, to go a little bit deeper in these slams. I think Alex will do that. What is the Um, difference, though, between a player like Alex and, say, Djokovic, who's won the Australian Open 10 times? You know, like the consistency of winning at that level across all of the, you know, the platforms of tennis. Is it mental mainly, John? Like, is there a skill there, but it's a mental edge that Djokovic has? I just think Novak's probably one of the greatest players in history. Um, I think he probably is the GOAT. He is incredible. He's got a bit more experience, but this guy's a a once-in-a-generation talent that's come through, Novak Djokovic. You have to remember, too, in the men's game in particular, and I can speak probably a little bit more on behalf of that men's tennis, We've had three of some of the greatest players that we've ever had 
play this sport and they haven't really been, they've been pretty selfish, if I'm to be honest with you. They haven't shared around the spoils at all. Yeah. Um, no. I do think that, yeah, I do think it'll open up and I do think more players, like on the women's tour, I think there will be more male players that, that go on and, and you'll see different names that you haven't heard before if you're not a massive tennis fan. You'll see these players go and lift the title. But those other three, they were selfish the last kind of 15 years. Yeah, Leighton just snuck a couple in before their mm, complete before world domination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Johnny, we've got to let you go, mate, but does Djokovic win it again, you think? He's definitely the favourite, but watch out for Sinner and Alcaraz because they are knocking on the door. John Milman. Cheers, Love mate. your work, mate. You'll be happy you're not up here. It's 37 degrees here mm. today. It's going to be an absolute stinker, mate. So enjoy Melbourne. Tw- 20 here, mate. Melbourne oh. weather delivering the good. Classic Melbourne. <laughs> Escape in the heat. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane as. Uh, weird one the other night on the news. Can I just run this past you? Uh, we, you know, the world's getting very litigious. I know you've got certain thoughts on lawyers, Marto. We may mm. or may not have too many. too many. They make a lot of money. Don't mm. they just? Uh, maybe the market's oversaturated when you hear this. Pop star Madonna is being sued because mm. she started a concert in New York too late. Too what? late? They're being, she's being sued for their time. Mm. Wasted. If they start this, you know, every band starts late, don't they? Have you ever seen a band start on time? That's the whole point. That's what they do. The anticipation, right? Builds and builds. Worried about some of our tradies that listen to Triple M. What do you mean? mean, Are you going to get penalised if you're starting late? You know, you rock up, you're unpacking the esky, getting ready for the day. It's Madonna. She can be as late as she wants. She's Uh, iconic. She has surpassed generations of decades. Like Two men claim they were faced with transport issues due to the delayed finish time and had to wake up early for work the next day. Exactly. It's New York. They have transportation issues all the time. No, that's fair enough. I think if you're suing Madonna for being too late, you'd want to sue her for being about three decades too late, wouldn't you? Not just two mm. hours. And how for about those... their wives start suing them for coming being too early? <laughs> and sue her for wearing those cones <laughs> on her breast. <laughs> Mardo, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. In Brisbane has... Could you imagine the height of my children yesterday complaining about the fact that they have to go back to school today because all of their friends don't have to go back to either Tuesday or Wednesday because of um, school staggering. Some schools start today, some are tomorrow. Some kids aren't even going back until Thursday, which is ridiculous because Friday's a public holiday. It's got a short week this week for Australia Day. They've only had two months off. They've only had eight weeks off. (laughs) I mean, eight weeks. How dare we, you know, force them to go back to school? And I find school holidays like a double-edged sword. I love the holidays. I love that there's no uniforms and there's no sport and driving around like a crazy person and packing lunch boxes and coming up with new ideas of what they're going to eat for lunch. Uh, I love not having to do all of that and then, you know, going away in our caravan. We love that. But then I also miss the routine. I miss the structure. I miss having them out of the house for six hours a day every day. (laughs) Kids thrive on routine. They need regulated patterns. And they definitely have got slightly feral towards the end of this last week. Everyone's a bit emotional. We're all having meltdowns. How'd you go getting the boys' haircuts? Well, Wiley gets his hair cut every two weeks anyway. You know, he's very oh, particular God. about how his hair looks and he's growing this Reese Walsh thing. Of it's called a low taper fade. Yeah, um, and it's a little bit, he doesn't have curly hair, but he tries to do the scrunch. He's bought himself this curl cream. Oh, so he scrunches his hair. Oh, so it's a bit curly like Reese Walsh's and it's kind of a bit, you know, fluffy on top and a little bit at the back. It's not, he's not allowed to mullet. I've said to him, it's not allowed to grow past his collar or anything like that, but he's got this taper fade at the sides where it's 
that's sort of quite short. And so then, he'd be taking the curlers out of his be, hair that now he'd be doing he the scrunch right yeah. about now. Oh, good lord! Um, and so, um, so haircuts are done, and I have managed to get through uh, the back to school without having to hit the shops for a whole heap of new school supplies. What do you mean? All of their school sho- shoes still fit. I just gave them a bit of a polish. Oh, did you um, have a look at the all black the polish out, Marto? Are you all know? the soles still attached? Soles are still good. Jeez, that's good. New, uh, new, one new pair of laces. Just had to thread a pair through, but I already had those. You've done well. Books are all online these days. You put the, the order in through the school link yeah. uh, on the sequel page back in November. That's done. All their uniforms still fit them, but because there's so many of them, I just hand those yeah. uniforms down to the next one. Yeah. I didn't even have to do a button. Nothing. It's been beautiful. I didn't have to, oh, you know, you're, you're, it, do the hustle easy. and bustle. Well, I left it to the last minute. I didn't even kind of, you know, think about it until yesterday and then I went, oh, no, we're good. I've come out of this unscathed hey. relatively. Unlike me, I'm going in for the first time. And so that was just money everywhere. And money it's all of the new things, all of the shoes, new yeah. bag, new uniform. Here's the question. What did you, what did you make for their lunches today? Oh, that's oh, right. You I don't go have to, work. to do it. I go to work. Corey's <laughs> got to do that this morning, so good luck with that, babe. Uh, but what are the kids actually good for outside of just costing lots and lots of money always? Because it's not just the back-to-school stuff. It's the keeping them entertained over the school holidays as well, like theme parks, bloody beaches, like they just eat lots of food as well. Like mm. just always consuming, always hungry, always wanting to do something else. I'm like, we just literally come back from Stradbroke Island. Like, what, do you, what is it that you want now? Marto's like, 25 years in and still paying for various children. When does it end? When I, do they stop leeching? I don't know whether it ever does. <laughs> Well, it doesn't because Marto's got Harry's car downstairs and I don't mean to put you on blast, but what are you doing for him now? I'm getting a roadworthy and then I've got to go to the Department of Transport to get the rego. But even that guy that we rang in this morning. He bought the car 10 weeks ago and he hasn't transferred. I said, what are you doing? (laughs) What what do you mean? It's still in that other bloke's name. The guy that rang, he was driving down from Rocky. Oh, with his... To drop something off for his, for his daughter. daughter. And we and said, then is that school or driving uni? Back goes, again. No, no, she's finished uni now. She's going to a music festival. Down at CMC and she needed That's something. Right. And so he was dropping something off. Driving it just down. never ends. I wonder why dropping the birth rate's plummeting. Because well, it just is endless. Well, should, endless. Should we ask that? When does it end? When does it end? When does yeah, it yeah, end? Okay. Or who's the oldest, oldest child, child that's still, be, you're a, still like maintaining. a dependent as such that you're still maintaining? Well, that'll tell us when it ends, right? Let's look for the oldest All right. kids well, still Well, let's say spongy. 24. I'll say my son 24. I'm still giving him a hand still with gone. this, that and the other and fixing things up. And oh, Yeah, it has to be older than that, surely. Well, he's still, you still pay for his phone. Life insurance too, like no, health insurance. No health insurance anymore. But I, I, I've asked them, I reckon a hundred times, get off my, get off my phone plan. <laughs> oh, it's a bit harder than you think. Dad. You know, you no, can just not. ring and just say, hey, I don't want to pay for this person anymore, and disconnect their phone. They just like, what do they say? Is it a million dollars? You know, or up to a million dollars per right. child. If you did five hundred thousand dollars, a private school could creep up that much. But, yeah, by yeah, eighteen, you may have spent five hundred thousand yeah. dollars per kid or right. something. Well, we're looking right here. For the oldest sponging kid. Where's what the light at the end of the tunnel? Where, Jim, Jim from Bridgman Downs. We can't get to everyone. Dad, Dad would call kids the gift that keeps on taking. Yes. Nice, Jim. And I, I mean, like we it. love our children. You know, there's no doubt about that. And we're super proud of them and all of their achievements. And we want to give them the world. But geez, it adds up and it's it constant. Kayleen I mean, and Regent's Park. We all say Park. we love them, but it's only because it's too late now to say we hate them. They're already here. You Kayleen. have to say you love them, don't you, Kayleen? Uh, yeah. What's your situation? 
okay, I've got a 27-year-old who still lives at home. I pay her um, tolls and I pay her phone bills. I've got a 29-year-old who's just got married. I pay for her Hello Freshers every week because she hates cooking. I also pay her tolls. I also pay for her where, mobile phone. Hold on, the 29-year-old. Like, where did it change? Like, I left home at 17. I finished school. I yep. got a job. I went to uni. I lived in town. And I had to just run my own life. Like, where did it change? Is it our fault, Kayleen? Did we do this to them? I think I did it to them. I think that yep. they're still attached by the umbilical cord yep. and Go I late. can't seem to detach them now. I've got a 24 it's and 5-year-old. 20, like <laughs> I'm still paying for their phone because uh, I can't I can't work out how to wedge them off it. What um, what What's going on? Is there on? a method that have you're you attempting them? to try? Yeah, have you tried anything? No, I just, you know, the oh, mortgage is quite expensive and I kind of feel a bit sorry for the eldest one, you know. Mm. So Kayleen, do you have a just... moment, though, where you're like, am I actually helping them paying for this stuff? Because if I keep doing it, then they're going to expect it and they're not going to actually have the willpower to go fix it up themselves. Well, I think they just expect it. My yeah. youngest one is actually much more independent than my oldest one. My oldest one is definitely very attached to me. But your youngest one is still living at home. That doesn't seem to be too much independence. (laughs) Get to Anonymous here in Springfield. Anonymous? This sounds good. You want to dob your brother in, is that right, Anonymous? (laughs) Oh, something like that. I don't want to say too much about who he is, but uh, 56 still lives at home. Did he ever move out and then come back, or has he just constantly been there? No, no, he spent about two weeks out. He got got together with a girlfriend for about two weeks, moved out, and then... uh, Straight back home to mum. Does he does he describe it to you? I'm looking after mum on your behalf. Hundred yes. <laughs> percent. He's like gaslighting you. He's like, I'm doing you a favour here because I'm the one looking after mum, right. not you. So don't give me grief for still living at home. But fifty six, Jesus. Let's keep it going on the burner fire. See if we can beat fifty six. Oldest sponger. It's in expensive Brisbane. to move out. I'm oh, telling four, you. Eight, four, ten, <laughs> These kids are going to be at home forever. It's expensive on your mental health when they stay. <laughs> Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Brisbane has. Played tourists yesterday, gentlemen. Uh, headed over to Stratty. Stradbroke Island, North Stradbroke Island for the day, except this time we went without our caravan and without our car. That's right, we headed over on the foot ferry, oh, on the, the passenger ferry. Water taxi. Uh, it's Sealink. I don't know. But it's it, just like it, a twin hull taxi there cars on thing. there? No they, cars. They got three. Yeah, Morton's got only got the one, the yeah. MyCat. They got three. Just keep on going backwards and forwards yeah. all day. Yeah. It just and then they got across, the water taxi. Like in 20 minutes, you're yeah. over there type situation. Just get on, walk on with your bag and, and you get then, off on the other side. And then we then got onto a, a bus. bus. Hey. Got onto a bus. I haven't caught a bus in like yeah. maybe 15 years. I don't know. The last time I caught a bus. What was the one last weekend. They're so good. Yeah. That's only because you couldn't get a train. Well, I also got a train, but the Cross River Road, oh, God. Yeah. There's it's no trains amazing. on the you, you didn't. You didn't intentionally get a bus. Margot Parker intentionally went out of her way to get a bus. Oh, we did get it. was public train. transport. Yeah. How good is got it? Got on the bus. Bus dropped us up at uh, Point Lookout, is it? Like Cylinder Beach there. Mm. Got off at Cylinder Beach. Yeah, at the pub, near the pub. Yeah, spent yeah. the day at the beach. Yeah. Couple of hours, walked up to the Stradbroke Beach Hotel Resort, the, the something or other, the pub, hey. had lunch, hey. got back on a bus, bus hey. dropped us to the ferry point, topped on the ferry and come home. We left there at nine o'clock, we got back at five. 
It was you, the best day ever, and it cost us under a hundred bucks. You could have caught a train to Cleveland train station, and then got As a bus well. to the bar to the to the ceiling. really gone all out with the public oh, transport. Yeah. Given that go kart a workout, really? Were there many oh, people? I didn't have a go kart. How'd you do it? A lot of other people just on the paid on card. I oh, just tap and go. They just tap and go. You oh, just get onto great. the boat, and the guy comes around with the little machine. It's oh. two adults, three kids, because we're too easy. That's well, how we... long it's been for me. Can I just get rid of my go kart now? I've still got one. Just cut I it up. never ever got one. Yeah. I've still got a go kart, but I didn't have it on me the other day and the bus driver said oh get on and then at the train station I went oh it's too hard so I, you just don't have to pay for public transport it's free do they think you're a senior though or do you get some triple m breakfast don't you know Marto, Marco and dan on the radio triple m breakfast with Marto, Marco and dan it's a game of word charade. Guess the words right and the loot is yours. Triple M Breakfast. Can't say that. Can't say that. Can't say that. You can't say that. An evening with the Undertaker. What? Triple M Double Pass. Not someone Marto used to work with. We're not going to send you along to get embalmed. You're going to hang out with As the wrestler. wrestling superstar. Yes, the Undertaker. God, he was enormous. He'd be he'd be a seven footer. I think he shrunk a bit now, but he was a giant human. Jennifer in Banyo, are you aware of the Undertaker? Yes, I am. All right. Well, you can go spend a night with him. Depending on whether or not you can get five words in sixty seconds, whose help do you require? Who's helped if I require? Yeah, Marto or Margo? Who's reading? Margo. Oh, Margo. Hey, Jennifer, how are you, babe? Good. All right, are you ready? Yes, I am. No rhyming, Margo, no part of the word, no spelling it out. Jennifer, five and 60. You can pass if you need. Uh, Okay, okay, Jennifer, uh, you know Apple, the phones, et cetera. They have headphones that don't have a cord. What are they called? AirPods. No. Yeah, but what are they? They don't have a wire, uh, like a, a cord, so they have to be what? Wireless. Yes. Uh, it's a drink that all the kids go nuts for um, because some TikToker or YouTuber brought it out. Logan Paul. Prime? Yes. Nice. Um, when you go uh, to the surgeon and you uh, get your breasts bigger, what is that called? What do they do? They, in, they what them? Enlarge? Yes. Um, when um, you do something wrong um, or you're a suspect and the police get a what from you, you have to write out the details of what happened. Oh. You get a Statement? what? Yes. Um, one more. One more. Uh, if you make something smaller or you're cooking on the stove, they say what the heat. Like, um, you bring it down. Reduce? Yes. Oh, come on. I'm going to see yeah, the Undertaker. <laughs> I felt like I was going really slow, Jennifer, and the time was going really quickly. But we got there, babe. Congratulations. That was they were really good clues. Oh, I'm glad. Awesome. Thanks so much. Jennifer, glad. look who's entered the arena. Undertaker. He's a two metre Peter. <laughs> six foot eight, two point oh eight centimetres. He's tall. six foot ten. Oh, I'm looking at it now. 140 k's. He was amazing when he used to land on people. Is right. this a movie about him? No, I think he's, he's talking. I think he's having a chat. It's a night with. Oh, a night, a night with, with the him. Undertaker. You can spend a Somebody night. Oh, die. it's not a movie. It's him in real life. Well, let jump in the coffin oh with him, Jennifer. Oh my gosh, amazing. All right, let us know how it goes, Jennifer. <laughs> Hopefully, you survive. Jesus. Yes. Good luck with that. He was the master of pain. (laughs) Enjoy that, Jennifer. Yeah, we're really pumping this up. Hi. (laughs) Marto, Margo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane as.
Uh, Friday night, we were full of expectation for the Brisbane Heat against the Sixers, but they dug themselves into a deep batting hole early and lost by 39 runs, which means they've got to play in tonight's Challenger game to get back into the final against the Sixers on Wednesday night. Tonight, they play... The night they play, the Adelaide Strikers again down the coast at quarter to seven and a senior assistant coach, Buff Lehman's with us. Hey, Buff. Hello, mate. Hello, guys. And geez, you're nice and positive, aren't you, about our last result? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we just thought it was a gimme because of how well we've gone all the se- all year. Were, just, were they uh, too overconfident? No, just a little hiccup, hopefully. Hopefully we play well tonight in front of a good crowd and uh, get the result going our way and off to the final in Sydney. So we didn't play as well. We probably put ourselves down in the field with a couple of catches, etc. But, you know, the guys worked hard and you know, we'll re- hopefully respond really well tonight. A couple of catches that were missed uh, come from you, Buff Lehman. I hear you dropped a catch oh. in the dugout. Is that right? Oh, we- I didn't lay a mitt on it. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes. I was, I, I was rubbish. You're formally soft hands. Actually, we've got the audio. Darren Lehman there, down in the dugout, got a bit of a surprise when the kookaburra started flying his way. Just watch Darren Lehman here try and take the catch straight through the hands. <laughs> oh. It starts at the top I, and it trickles its way down, doesn't it, Buff? good. <laughs> Jeez, I love coming on with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just get stuck into me all the time. Don't you? So what do we? We no, got a, we got a good enough team on paper. Um, that I guess a loss always fixes your attitude. So is that the main thing? Because we have it. We you don't lose form in a one night, do you? No, no, you don't. And the attitude's been good, mate. To be fair, we just made a couple of mistakes that we hadn't been making previously. We've been outstanding in the field and with the ball and and and, and battle batting wise. So. You know, hopefully it's a one-off, and tonight we rectify that, as I said, and, and play the way we've played all year. He's a hard task, Masker, can I just say, Marto, to interrupt, Wolf. You've yes. won the last seven games. You dropped the ball once, mm. and he's up here for it. Of course so. I know. It's unbelievable. What's going on, mate? <laughs> Sitting like in top spots a nice place to be. <laughs> now, now, listen, yeah, how, was the, how was the Coast Stadium? You know, your first night playing there, and you'll be better for that because you've already seen the pitch. Yeah, it was good, actually. It's a really nice stadium. It's been great down here. Obviously, we can't play because of the test match in Brisbane, and they're getting ready for that. Um, so they've been great down here trying to help out. And, you know, the wicket was probably a little bit indifferent in the first game, but hopefully it's better tonight, and we, we, we adjust accordingly. But the advantage of playing here before is certainly there. Strikers have uh, found their form late in the game, opposite to you guys. You, you, you know, come storming in from the very beginning, but they've made a late chase sitting in third. They're going to be tough tonight. They will be, yeah, they're a good side. Um, I mean, everyone's on their day in T20. It's one of those things you can just get on a roll and away you go. So we have to negate their spin presence and, and, and bat a lot better than we did last night. Big crowd there Friday night. But tonight, first night back to school, a lot of the kids won't be turning up, I would guess. You got any indications on the crowd? I think they're still expecting a big crowd for a knockout. Uh, obviously, you know, we need the crowd behind us. We'll have great support, obviously, on TV and radio and people like that. So, you know, a lot of people will be watching and listening. Um, end of the day, we, we hope a big crowd turns out to support us. Right, well, it's a big week in Brizzy. Are you you be back up here for the Test match? I will be the day night uh, day night one. Looking forward to that. I think Australia will be too strong as as we all okay. all think that. But uh, West Indies showed a bit with the ball at least. Mm. Oh, it was good. Gloves up, Buff. Eyes on the ball, mate. Thanks very much, you lot. <laughs> Wear some gloves, mate. <laughs> Motto, Margo and Dan, you can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Marto, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast, Marto, Margo and one Daniel... Anstey, who's... Oh, I don't know where he is. Well, he's down the line. There he is. Here he is. Hello, Dan. 
Well, I'm standing across the road from a school, so this is a little bit weird. Why? Because you should be at the school with your daughter? Is that yeah, what you mean? Yeah, I should be in there. Is that, well, I should be standing in the school, but now I'm just currently standing across the road from the school so I can talk to you, Peter. Oh, well, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, right. What am I doing here, Marta? You, you, you're directed for me to come to this school. I feel very useless, though. Well, Don't you just first, want to see her First day at school to make sure she's all right to comfort her. Get her a, get a photo. Out you, the, you've got the, a preppy on your with hands, With all mate. of you out the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk her up uniform. to her classroom. <laughs> She's had it on the whole week, basically. We've already had to wash a uniform. She hasn't been out of it. Yeah, but have you got the family photo and all that sort of thing? No, I haven't done that yet. I do have an issue, though. A lot of my friends warned me that you've got to be very careful who your kids associate with because Mm. you have to hang out with the parents. Parents. Ah, That's the most important thing. So check them out, uh, interview some of them, And then just gently guide Hallie into being friends with whoever their son is. Ask their their son or the daughter's name. You could be friends with these people for 12 years. Well, this is a problem. They say that there's definitely, absolutely, you're going to encounter some weirdos. Everyone I've met so far is lovely. I've met Mark and mm, Ali, yeah. and I've met Sarah, and I've met Will, which makes me think, am I the weirdo? They're, you know, they bu- they're say bunging one, it three, on. Look left and look right. Yeah, they're avoiding oh. you. <laughs> they're like, who's that <laughs> yeah, creepy know, guy so... across the road from the school on his phone? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, anyone? Yeah, with dark glasses and a cap on. A lion's cap, by the way. I'm just putting everyone on oh, notice first day. I've got, the, I've anyone, got the merch on already. Anyone crying? Uh, no, not yet. Now, I'm sure there'll be tears from... I mean, my, surely my wife's going to cry. Is that, a, is that a thing? Is there going to be tears yes, from Yes, absolutely. you got to walk her up to the classroom. You're going to meet the teacher, see her little desk, find where she puts her, her little bag, and then as you and Claire stand outside, they're looking at her just being all grown up and so big, the waterworks will start, and Claire will walk away, cry, and go, oh, my baby's so big, and then she'll sit in the car and she'll cry the whole way home, and you're just going to have oh, to comfort her. I am fairly moist, but it's because of that. You guys haven't been outside yet. This is genuinely ridiculous. Are you a robot? Heat <laughs> Your daughter's first day at school. Can a bit of emotion, maybe? Um, oh, yeah, it should be right. I'll see her this afternoon. I go. It's a bloody. Is she getting tuck shot? Like I'll be picking her up. At three. Do you get tuck shot first day? Hey. We said a punch on. No, no, tuck shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, we packed her a lunch. Why well, I say we, I mean my wife's packed her a lunch. Yes, you've done, sort of done nothing. Peanut butter pit smeared on a plate. No, I've done nothing. You're just there in it's surrogacy. Well, maybe we should <laughs> find out, Dan, on your behalf, one triple three five three. That first day of school, dropping your kids off, do you remember? Is that uh, there a tale to tell? Do you still like remember it like it was yesterday? Because I remember my mum always saying that I was such a crybaby. Hey. She'd drop me off and I. I'd cling to the fence and I'd scream out for her. I didn't want to go and she'd have to just walk away and let the teacher take me away until oh. eventually after a few weeks oh, I decided awful. that, you know, I'm going to keep coming here. I better stop. I want to know more about punch-ups. I think we stumbled on a good angle there. Did you <laughs> kick it in a fight on the first day? And this heat, there would have been one at some school already. So uh, one triple three five three. there would have been people who have seen things this morning or what do you remember about that first day at school? All right, Dan, all the best, mate. All right, triple M. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Still working. I'm laughing because Jared from Upper Coomera has texted us on the burner phone and I'm just imagining in this 37-degree heat today. Oh, God. Jared says, how good is opening your kid's bag after seven weeks of holiday and finding a, oh. <laughs> a ham and cheese sandwich oh. from the last day of school? He's done oh, the vomit in his mouth. That's it, made me vomit. <laughs> oh, Jared, that's gold. And that happens. Oh, Nat, he's put no prep into this. He just said, the kids are back to school, get out of here. <laughs> Natalie from Bray Park, have you seen something today or is it previous? 
No, it was previous. So, like, 11 years ago, I've got my twins going into grade 10 tomorrow. Oh, so they've still got today off. Thank God. Thank God they're not at school today. Mm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so 11 years ago, they were in prep. Yeah. And the first day of prep, my husband, my son and I turned up to get the girls. And my son's gone to me, he's like, don't talk to anyone. We do not need any more friends. Mm. And this lady sitting opposite me and I'm like, oh, hi, are you such and such as mum? And she's like, yes. And we've been best friends since and Aww. it's been amazing. So and I'm waiting to get the first school photo again tomorrow. And oh, I've had one ever since. Every day, um, every year. Yeah, like their first year and it's um, good. Like it's just a good relationship. Yeah, that is going to be one of the things that will be overwhelming this week is all the back-to-school photos, you know, first day of prep, oh, first yeah. day of grade 10, 12, you know, the comparison, whatever. look how big they've got, so cute. No, yeah, Natalie. Avoid, avoid the ones. There are some, some you don't want to, you know, you don't want to talk to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know the ones. So keep the head down hey, and just keep walking. We were talking about Jared not cleaning out the school bag in December last year and opening it up this morning. You uh, would you, have been more organised than that, Dudley. You're better oh, than I'm, that. I'm organised. One of my daughters, she's like opened it on like the first week of the holidays and she, you know, she shook it out and she's like, oh, and I said, what is that? She's like, oh, that's just a, a wrap from like three weeks ago. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> I had brought her a new bag. Oh, God. <laughs> How good are they? Thanks, Nat. Thanks, Natalie. See ya, bye. Donna and Caboolture South, good morning. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. Dan's got a little preppy. His daughter Hallie's off to school. First time today. You got any tips mm. for him? And do you remember the day you dropped one of your kids off? Oh, my goodness. Well, my this is my youngest daughter. She's 30, 34 now. Yeah. But the first year of the, the first term of year one when she started, oh, my goodness, she kicked and screamed. Yeah. You, it was She would chase after the car. She, <laughs> oh. she did this for the whole of the first term. We had oh, teachers. We had principals. By the time that towards the end of first term, we'd go to school and there'd be a lineup. There'd be teachers, there'd be principals, there'd be year seven captains oh, there waiting. to welcome her. I tell you, by the time school holidays, the first term had finished, I was like, Yay. Exhausted. All right, but, let's go through her 12 years. How did she end up? Uh, she's actually doing quite well. She's actually taken her son to his first year of high school today. Oh, oh <laughs> beautiful. How the tables so, turn. I know. I've just dropped off the other two kids at school, <laughs> at their primary school. But, oh, beautiful. Uh, and she, she still remembers it. But she, she stopped after the first term. Oh, my gosh, Thanks it was terrible. God. What a long term. She, she, she was so little, but she kicked chasing after cars on the street. <laughs> it was amazing. She's a Not, fighter. She <laughs> loves, She's a fighter. She loves you, Donna. She, the forces within she her. She does, yeah, yeah. Just because you love your kids, don't have to like them. But no. yeah. <laughs> I, I think we got Donna's daughter on the phone. Oh, stop it. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. What's, what's her name, Donna? Vanessa. Vanessa, is that you? It is. Vanessa, your mum was just <laughs> regaling the tale of you running down the street after the car yes. every day for eight weeks, the first term of grade one. Do you remember? Yeah. Yes, I do. It wasn't that bad. Come on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We just I was trying to get my energy up, you know, day one. Come on. Well, we suggested, I... um, Vanessa, that maybe you loved your mum so much you didn't want to leave her. <laughs> yes, I did have separation anxiety, and I still do. <laughs> How'd you go this morning with the young black going to high school? Uh, 
Still shaking, still nervous. Aww. He's really, yeah, he's really, really scared. But, you know, he's, he, do, he doesn't know anyone there. He's only got, like, three friends. So I'm like, you'll make some new ones. Yeah, oh, it's God. a great opportunity to make you new friends. Them. And you, Vanessa, to make new friends, you know, of your own as well. Oh, I can new, remember that New first, women. Huh? The mum community yeah. is great. No. Oh, she yeah, does definitely. need it more, honestly. Oh, <laughs> oh she's like you, Donna. This is a phone call after, okay? <laughs> All right. Sorry, honey. Sorry, honey. You two take it off radio. It's been lovely talking. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Thank you. Back to school. Uh, Get back to school.